Love Talk Radio. Greetings, greetings. This is uh, this is Big Mama Seven, um, and we are doing Big Mama's House with Big Mama Makita under the People's Black Panther Party uh, with Chairman Ganga Nkrumah and Chief of Staff War. So we are about to get this thing started. Uh, we've had a nice, beautiful day, beautiful day, talking to beautiful black people, building, working, networking, growing. It's been fabulous, so fabulous that I'm two minutes late. But hold on, let me bring my fabulous co-host on with me and so we can work on this thing together because we got some things to talk about tonight, family. Let's see if I can grab her. Greetings, Big Mama Makita. How are you doing? Living life, family. How are you? How are you? <laughs> uh, it seems like only a couple hours ago we were sitting there talking, playing with the children and everything else like that. How's your day coming? It is quite amazing. Okay. It is quite amazing. <laughs> like today was a pure, yes, yes, today was a pure example of that investment. Amen. You know, and I mean, that was a pure example. So I'm so grateful. Yes. 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 <laughs> so and we have, you know, every show we do is a, a fabulous show. You know, I, we only uh, do this once a month, but I'm starting to think we might need to come on a little bit more so that we can just capture all the the conversations, comments, all the building that goes on on the program. But we'll see. We'll see about that. But, you know, one thing I wanted to talk about, we have two things to talk about. You know, I wanted to talk about the investment in our next generation because, um, and I I saw some of this today. I saw, you know, me, you, the other big mama, the elders up here working, talking, speaking, building. And we had our generation which is a blessing, right up under us, learning, learning, learning. But then as I turn around, I saw another generation watching the generation we were working with, and I was like, well, wait a minute now. (laughs) Wait a minute. They not all the way done. (laughs) We still got some stuff to work on. And that, that, that third generation was like, I'm not waiting on nothing. I'm learning right now. So... I was like, man, even the ones that we're teaching are now role models for somebody else. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, ooh, have we properly equipped these little things? You know what I'm saying? Have we equipped them to start to create examples for this next generation coming up? And I want to talk about that a little bit more. And I know you want to talk about the spirituality aspect. T- tell me, tell me that. Tell me what you're thinking about. How does that impact us and what we're trying to do as a as a collective, as a community? You know, tell me about that a little bit. Well, for me, with everything that's going on, um, you it's a situation where you have to stay prayed up. You really do, because if you're not mentally together, how can I expect you to go out there? and do all this work that's needed. And one of the places to start is to make sure 
that spiritually you have a support system, that you're actively including that in all areas of your life, regardless of what your religion is, you know, have your personal relationship with the most high, with your guys, with the whatever is going on for mm-hmm. you, what works for you, that's fine. But to know that um, your ancestors got you, we're not the first generation to go through things. We should be learning from what others have done. We're standing on their shoulders. So we should be able to infuse all of that and be better each and every step of the way. Yeah. That's what we should be. Yeah. Yeah. So even like okay. today, we have three generations here, yeah. and yeah. someone from the second generation who will tell you up and, oh, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing this. But she knew right. exactly what to do and when to do it and why to do it. Uh-huh. So she'll see, that's, that's she's not what I want to talk about. That, that's yeah. what I want to talk about because, you know, what happens is, what that means is that we have left good enough examples. We have let that, we have left that footprint in which they can easily slide in and out of. And I'm like, okay, good, good. You're getting it. You understand, blah, blah, blah. So that that's super um, important. So, uh, but look, we have to make sure that we're doing our part. I think, you know, our parents were so intentional about what they taught us. They were so intentional. They were like, I remember you were saying, uh, we were talking, and you said, oh, yeah, I was only allowed to watch certain movies, you know, or certain TV shows. I think we were talking about Tarzan or something crazy. And I and I kind of laughed, and I was like, yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch that either, you know. And and just understanding how intentional our parents were with us, you know, no matter what you learned prayer, no matter what you went to church, no matter what you went to school, you learned respect, you know. And so there were some things that crossed um, all all religious lines, cultural lines, it didn't matter what neighborhood you went into. There was a time before the drugs uh, flooded our community. There was a time before the guns flooded our our community where we were really community-oriented, and the elders spent a lot of time intentionally working with that next generation. And I don't see that anymore. I don't see that anymore. And, you know, and I was sitting there loving all the generations, and I'm like, oh, are we doing enough for you, though? You know, are we leaving you enough of the footprints, enough of the steps? So, you know, that's what I wanted to kind of ask you and everybody else. And then also, how can we leave more steps? You know, how can we put more information in their hands without them Growing up, you know what I'm saying, without them saying, oh, I've had too much, I can't go anymore. You know what I'm saying? I think that for us it is important for us to remember those things that work for us. We There are a lot of things that didn't work. But some people, you know, it's like throwing a baby out with the bathwater. They're acting as if nothing yeah. <laughs> in that area works. Okay, you may not do A, B, C, and D right now. But E, F, and G, those things work. So for those of us that understand and can remember, 
we need to make sure that we're implementing those things. Um, as right. you've mentioned on these occasions, coming from a family full of educators, you understand the importance of, yeah. okay, we're going to learn this at this day or this time. You know, we're going to do this, 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 and that. And those of us who work with yeah. you in other areas, we're, we always teach you about being voluntold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> being voluntold, it, it gives us something to stand on. Because later on, when something comes up, we're able to say, wait a minute, let me get my notes. Wait a minute, we learned this in class. Wait a minute. So even if you don't remember it right then, you have enough information to go back, to refresh, and then bring it forward with whatever circle you're right. in. And That's I think right. a lot of us are forgetting the importance of those things. Just like, yeah. like old school stuff. A lot of our children, because everything is, you know, keyboarding, they don't know how to um, uh-huh. sign their name. No, they don't. Keyboard your name <laughs> on documents, you know? Uh-huh. So right. you have right. every week. So if your yeah. child is not doing that, you as a parent that can remember, it's your responsibility to teach them. That's right. That's right. It's your, you know, it's your I, responsibility to do those things. And we can't. This whole COVID situation is a prime example of why we can't leave the education of our children with just anyone else because look what they did. Boom, yeah. here you go, you do it. We're not yep. here. Yep. We're not yep. here. And we, so want, we, want, we, we want you to try to work a job, take care of the kids, virtual, for, virtually teach them, um, everything else like that. And I'm like, wow, you know. And on one hand, it's like, hey, you've been hollering about other people teaching. There you go. And, and then it gave me some more insight into my own kids. But, you know, I was like, oh, you know, I got one in, one in college, and, and virtual is, is not the move. And so um, it, it's been challenging all the way around for all for all parents, all students on all levels, you know what I'm saying? And um, I'm a pretty good, I'm a pretty good tutor. I'm a pretty good teacher. And me and mine are struggling. So I know everybody else is having these challenges trying to keep these children motivated in their educational process. So horrible, horrible. But we have to but find you know, ways to do that. That's because we've allowed ourselves to get lazy. You know what I'm saying? You said it. You said it. I said the L word. The I did. Yeah, and the motivation isn't just for the children, but the motivation is for yeah, you okay. to get up on time, even though you That's may right. not have to go to work, or if you are going yeah. to work, to get up, um, yep. use your resources if you have resources. Uh, like we had a sister today, and she was like, that is a struggle for her. Like, I've been out of school for yeah. so long, and she's raising another generation. Not even her yes. primary responsibility, but situation in life has it that now she has these tiny humans that she's responsible for. Yes. The math that we learn is not what they're teaching okay. babies today. It is not. So it's the is, You know, I come yes. from the generation of, oh, sequential math, I got that. Let me get my A. Put that stuff in front of me now, and it's like, mm. Yeah. So I'm going to go yeah. over here and do what I do with the spiritual stuff. And I'm going to let y'all go ahead and finish yeah. that, all of those math majors. You know what? Let me do this part for you while you work on this part 
for me, and we work together okay. as a village. It's really going to take okay. the village to start coming back together because everyone doesn't know everything. Absolutely. They just don't. You know, and this this is where I'm going to have to echo in uh, on the chairman's words because I, I can almost hear him in my head. He would be saying, this is why we have to go into a communal understanding. Now, communalism doesn't always have to mean polygamy. It doesn't always have to mean under these religious uh, organizations. So, uh, communalism just means community. You know, commun- it just means community. That's all it means. But we need to have more of a community focus in everything that we do. Everything. I know in the meeting that you and I had... In, in the meeting that you and I had this week, uh, 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 just today, with all those lovely inputs, you were talking about networking on a level that uh, corporate, I've heard corporate meetings at, you know, because you were like, okay, you do this, we need you to do that. All right, you do this, we need you to do this. You know, I mean, and you you really, really were breaking it down, and I, I, I think everybody else was drooling when it came to you know, you speaking and really letting people know, hey, this is how we get this done. We have to work on it together. And, and and people don't do that. They don't even think about it. So it's like so hard for them to get it when they're seeing it on a regular basis. And we, we have to make that the norm. We have Absolutely. to make it the norm because we need it. At this point, we need it for survival. Yes, absolutely. We need it for survival. So we're, we're working on this particular project, and you have all these key people that you do a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Oh, we need to make sure that everyone here is eating. That's right. We don't need anyone That's right. starving. So if That's this right. is your simple thing that you can do, um, can you come on over here? Because we need you here. This one, come on. That's right. We really have to get together. So that way everyone is eating, and we're figuring out ways to pull the resources. Like I said earlier, I ain't getting my 40 acres in the middle. So, okay. you know, two in a Cadillac might be good, but there's no guarantee okay. we're going to get that. So until then, we need to pull our knowledge together. We need to put our money where our mouth is. Yes. And stop waiting for other people to take care of us. Yes. You know, I and I think that's what we got so comfortable in that. Yeah. But that that complaining with the best of them is not going to get it done. Mm-hmm. So, no. We have to figure out solutions. And that's what we always talk about here. We are solution focused. We need some that's stuff right. to be done. And we need it done now. And we can't wait. There's a sense of urgency. That's right. And we have to look at it. We have to. And, and so, and we're talking about this next generation. As we're doing this work, pull them in. If all they do is sit and look and listen, trust me, it's sinking in. It's sinking in. We cannot, my generation, okay, I, I want to say, you know, uh, my 40-year-olds, whatever, I don't care how old you may want to be, if you're 40, Okay, I'm talking to you, 40 and up. Work, we have to work together. We have to work um, more in a more self-determined way. We have to work more intentionally. We have to intentionally circulate that dollar. Before I spend any, and I spend a lot of money, a lot. You know, I have, I have thriving businesses. I, 
But before I spend a dollar out, I make some phone calls. The phone calls take an extra 15 minutes, 20 minutes. And I go to my callers, hey, do you have any of this? No? Okay, thanks. Do you have any of that? No? Okay. I call in my circle, not just even in my community. Before I even go out the house, I call my circle and say, who has this for sale? And if I get too many no's, then I start to fuss. And somebody's going to get it for sale, okay, because we need, I keep telling them, I'm not going to lotion my feet until someone makes some lotion. You know what I'm saying? So we, we finally got a lotion maker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We finally got a lotion maker, okay? I'm like, I need some tea, you know, and I'll fuss and pout and we get a tea maker, okay? And so, you know, I'm like, shoot, I need to go higher. We need we need a, a mortgage broker, okay? <laughs> and then one of the you know what I'm saying? We have one of the Yes. Yeah. And you know what? And if that particular to. person that you're looking for is not right there in the circle, nine times out of ten, if you look around, you'll find someone. Develop a relationship. Yep. Figure yep. out what you can do. Figure out a way to yep. network with each other. You know, yep. and figure it out. The same One way of you the have most... to figure out this new math and all this other stuff they're doing. Come on now. You need to figure this yep. out so that you and your family can eat. One of the yep. sub-projects. And the big project that we were working on is having something for the single parent. Okay, we have to have a child care center within. And Amen. It is an emergency. In case someone has mm-hmm. to come with their child. And we were in here discussing it. Like, okay, that might be a day. I need you for two hours just to sit with the baby while we do A, B, C, and D or while we finish up yep. the meeting. Because sometimes that's all we need or some people will completely throw in the towel because I can't finish this interview because I don't have anyone to watch this child while I finish this yes. up or do this. Okay, then that means you need to create a business that gives you some That's type right. of flexibility that you can work when they sleep. Let's yep. figure it out. And yep. just like you said, we need this in a circle. We need this in a circle. That's what we have to truly have. Um, we have to truly collaborate. We have to. We can't That's wait right. on other people to do this for us. We can't. Just like even during our meeting today, the sister that cooked today, which I normally cook, which I love doing it, but the sister that cooked today, mm-hmm. she has a catering business. Baby, we got yep. more meetings coming up. <laughs> we got this coming mm-hmm. up, and I would appreciate it if you do A, B, C, and D. That way you and your kids can eat. That's right. Period. That's right. That's right. I know um, growing up, uh, my mother was in um, UNIA under – President General Sengor and uh, Brother Sengor, and they had a uh, a food bank, basically. So they went out. This was once a month. They would go rent this big old van, big old truck, box truck, and they would drive it to the farm. They would get all the eggs, chicken, milk, beans, rice, everything, big bulk, and they would bring it back to the house. This is what I'm seeing as a kid. And then they would separate it. Okay, so this house gets this many pounds of rice, and this house gets this beans, blah, blah, blah. And so because we couldn't go, we really couldn't afford to go buy that fresh food individually. So what happened is they put their money together, and then they were able to make bulk orders. And then and then after that, they would deliver the food packages to the houses, to the different families that were in this uh, food program. And so my mother 
you know, at that time we were struggling. We didn't have a lot of money. But because she did the food run and because she did all the, the work and get them in the proper containers, we always got a little extra food, you know what I'm saying? And that was her contribution. So, you know, what I need everybody to understand is no matter who you are, no matter where you are in your life or what you're doing, whether you have kids or not, whether you have finances or not, whatever, you have something that you can be contributing to this whole idea of collective. And what we have to do now is make sure that as we're doing this work, that we are pulling the next generation in. You know, we can't get comfortable with us doing the work. You know, we have to begin to intentionally train this next generation because they're the ones that are going to be doing this. There should come a point where we do more supervising and pointing and making the connections of this, that, and the other, but it's definitely time for us to, and and I'm real big about incorporating young people into the work. I want them to come into the work to feel responsible, accountable, and to begin to put those things in place, you know. But um, we we have to start thinking more like that. Like you said, and this, I love this quote from Nikki Giovanni, and she said, look, if you don't find what you're looking for, go make it. And I was like, what? What? I Just get it. Simple. <laughs> I get it. If they don't have what you want, go make it. Because chances are there's a couple of people that want what you want. They just haven't had, they don't have the heart or the support to go and do it. So absolutely, absolutely. We, we got to start thinking more because, and, and you know, unfortunately, there is a little sense of urgency. And that sense of urgency is coming from I don't know how many people are going to have jobs next week. We don't know what this economy is doing. We don't know if there will be any more stimulus money, and that stimulus money, I'm not, you know, I want to be grateful. Okay, yeah, thank you. All right, all right. At the same time, you know, for all my people who who have real bills, you'd be like, that money went so fast. You know, I, after I after I pay groceries and after I put something on the light bill and blah blah blah, that money went so fast. And I know some people that live like in the bigger cities, up like Charlotte, you know, Jersey, New York. That wasn't even half of the bills for one month, let alone seven or eight. Okay, so because things are getting so drastic. We don't have time for all the, the lottie dottie. We have to really begin to make some things work for us. Because it's true. This is true. You know. Yeah. Um and one thing I want to tell my, my my young people, okay? Don't it doesn't have to be a million dollars. Okay? A lot of times people start to think Oh, well, if I'm not packing out a stadium, I don't want to do it. Or if I'm not making this kind of money, then I don't want to. Uh-uh. Let go of the dollar. Let go of how many heads. Are... Sometimes you just got to do it. You know what I'm saying? Get the practice. You know, we, we used to have something called paying your dues. You know what I'm saying? Where where you just worked because you knew that's what you were supposed to do. So exactly. we, we have to stop all this extra stuff it, it has to look this way and look that way, and uh-uh, 
You don't know what it's supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I know. Cases and things that I've done, and there was absolutely no money to go with it. <laughs> but I got the okay. knowledge that I needed, that I can use, <laughs> you right. know. I was introduced to certain situations. I'm like, okay, I can build on that. And then some yeah. stuff, is just like, wow, I'm not even doing it. And then years later, it was like, well, I, I know how to do this because I, I did A, B, C, and D. All right, I just mm-hmm. got to put this together. Yeah, we can make this work, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know. So sometimes mm-hmm. you do certain things just for the knowledge purposes. So That's going, right. going back to see the elder and get some of that wisdom, you That's know. Right. It, it, I think we've talked about it before, you know, college isn't for everyone. Okay, we still need plumbers. We still That's need right. electricians. We still need you to know how to manage your money in the process, so we have to create these businesses for it. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we can't think and feel no way about it. It just is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And once we get out of our own head, once we get out of the things that are, are that are, are we're, we're feeling some sort of way about, you know, we can do that. I know, I you know, I've always had extra money coming in from one place or another. I remember when my oldest was very young, I was in a city by myself. I didn't know anybody. And so... Um, I had a, 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 and I wasn't dating intentionally. I was not dating. So I said, look, I'm going to have daycare. I'm going to have date night. And I would make good money watching people's kids, um, you know, from like a Friday, from a 5 o'clock Friday to like a noon Saturday, and then from like a 5 o'clock Saturday to a noon Sunday. Oh, I, I, I made money doing that. And I got to have fun, and my child, who was an only child at that moment, had the opportunity to have other siblings around, you know what I'm saying? And so, I mean, this is the kind of stuff that we were doing half out of necessity. I was also getting everybody's phone number, and so if I needed a daycare, a a babysitter, or I wasn't feeling well, I was like, hey, yeah, I already knew what kind of house they had. I already knew what kind of kids they were raising, and so I knew if I wanted my child there or not. And so, you know, it's that kind of stuff where I was like, hey, I, you know, I need, I have a need. Therefore, I'm going to create what I need. I'm going to create the service. So we have to be able to go and be willing to go back to that, you know what I'm saying, and, and really, really do that. Um, there's something I want to ask you, and, and – I'm asking you uh, professionally and personally, you know, and, and I've had conversations with other parents about this particular topic. It's not easy, okay? So in this topic, you know, one of the questions that I've had is, um, are we spoiling our children? You know, we've gotten to the point where uh, our our we're doing okay financially for those of us that are doing okay. You know, we may be doing okay financially and um, we want to help. We want to do this. And so we do, and we're buying and we're buying and we're not holding them to the rigid standards that our parents did. You know, um, are we possibly spoiling them 
by trying to kind of live through them, be like, you know, oh, well, I never had, I want them to have. And, you know, do we end up spoiling our children and not really preparing them for what they have coming ahead of them? I do believe some parents do. Um, Mm -hmm. I think I might have spoiled mine to a degree more as mom Mm -hmm. because I know the struggle Mm -hmm. of a single parent. So I would help with bills that really I didn't accumulate. (laughs) Don't live Mm -hmm. with you, don't live with me. But because I knew the struggle of what it was to have my utilities go up. I was in college and one semester they went off every month. Religiously, <laughs> okay. <laughs> whether, it, whether it was for a couple of hours, a couple of days, I think the maximum was a week. But nonetheless, those were, those were real struggles to the point of like, okay, yeah. I need you to go stay over here while I do this, this, and that, and figure out a way to um, get the money together, and you'll be back home. So I understand right. that struggle. So there are times that I believe during adulthood I've done more financially than I would have done when they were younger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My saying is right. I'm just saying it is because I understand. But even mm-hmm. in doing that, sometimes people take your kindness for weakness to the yeah. point where they feel you have to do certain things. Yeah. And then when you, when you when you take that away, or God will take it away, like all right, here goes spirit. Mm-hmm. Boom! You have no money to share with them because they have to get yep. this lesson. <laughs> you know? Yes. So yes. when those yes. things happen, then it's like, okay, sink or swim. Right, right. You know? And, and, and so of course, you really whether or not they got the lessons that you were trying to share with them or things that you were trying to have them avoid. And sometimes they hit their head. Sometimes they don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see that. I see that so much more now um, that I have, you know, and it, and it could be that, okay, we may have more resources now. You know, I think everybody had that struggle baby. That first baby might have been the struggle baby where, you know, we didn't, you know, just as a family, didn't have enough, didn't have um, a lot of extras. And so we didn't, of course, couldn't do a whole lot. But what happens when, you know, you get okay and we start just absolutely spoiling the child. And then the child, right or wrong, becomes spoiled. You know, they're like, hey, I ain't got to do that. She's not going to require me to do that, you know. And so, and I wish I could say this was a gender thing. It's not. I have seen some parents absolutely make those boys rotten. You know, boy, don't do nothing. And I'm like, now you know your father wouldn't let you sit around and 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 play video games all day. You know your father would have a cow if he came home from work, working hard, working in disrespectful situations, working around disrespectful people, and he came home and all you've been doing is playing a game. That would be such a, an insult to the work, the the eight, nine, ten hour work at the factory, you know, at the plants. And, you know, we didn't have uh, black educators that much then. We didn't have black, um, I mean, shoot, mental health wasn't even wasn't even a thing 
30 years ago, 40 years ago for African Americans, you know. And so Mm -hmm. now as we're developing more, you know, my question is have we gotten to the point where we are um, wishing for our children, uh, you know, so much ease that it really ends up hurting them, they're missing examples, whatever, you know. And, And I don't think anyone means to do this to their children, but it happens. It absolutely does. I know I definitely want my daughters to do better than me in certain situations. Uh, and I know I set the bar high. Amen. There are times where it causes some some issues, but and I also have to respect the fact that with them being them, them having to find their own way, and it's hard sometimes as a parent to watch mm-hmm. that. Um, yes. Because, like, let's just do what I say. We can avoid all of this, but at the same time, you're like, okay, they have to travel this journey because that's how they're going to get over here and be mm-hmm. successful in whatever they deem to be success for them. Um, mm-hmm. I see a lot of parents that <laughs> spoil their children and, like, those temper tantrums in the store and stuff like that. I didn't know what that was. It was like, show out in, yeah, the yeah. Store, in public? Show out. out first store, <laughs> you know, that underarm pinch was real. It still is. Yes. Oh, my then God. you get the car, you get another beating, and then by the time you okay. got back to the house, whoever else was around that heard you was showing out, okay. they got you, too. Yep. yep. So some of that stuff, yep. I, I just don't understand. Like, I, I've seen some kids just say some very disrespectful things to their parents and, yeah. uh, because they want this and I want this and I want that. And some parents, because of the way society is now, um, they're more fearful of incarceration, <laughs> DSS, mm-hmm. to the point yeah. that they will allow that child to do just any and everything. But if that child does not grow up to listen to you and the examples that you put in front of them, they will be listening to the law. Mhm. Mhm. So, you are so, so correct. I'm, I'm and then speaking on a lot of things. So I, oh, I'm okay. sorry. I'm still from this. I'll chop you real quick. And that 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 is me. Uh, and I'm telling you, this <laughs> professionally speaking. <laughs> Okay, professionally speaking, they have disorders, you know, opposition defiance disorder. I'm like, no, you bad as hell and you need a beating. That's what it means. You know, boy come in there. I I worked with a boy. He was giving his mama the blues to the point where she thought he had a hearing problem. And I was like, ain't nothing wrong with this little person's ears, okay? He was 16, going through it. I mean, I went and got his ears checked uh, from a professional site, and they were like, ma'am, there's nothing wrong with his ears. I'm like, I know that. But she, he had given her such a hard time, she thought he was hearing impaired. I'm like, he's not hearing impaired. He's just not paying attention to you. He's just not listening to you. It's not that he can't listen. So, you know, when it comes, we have to get to the point where, we understand maybe a little struggle ain't bad. You know what I'm saying? Maybe making them work for something isn't a crime. You know, uh, maybe we, we need to be uh, getting them 
focused on some bigger things other than just what's right in your home. You know what I'm saying? Um, we have to work harder than that. You know, we have to really start to put some things in place if we're ever going, if they're going to be worth anything, if they're going to have any legs under them. You know what I'm saying? You know, we're doing it. And I get passionate about this because I have a young man, I have a young son who's moving into manhood. You know, he's 21. So he's he's there. He's right here. You know, and I'm like, have I prepared you for the things that you have going on you know, and the things that you have coming up? And so you were talking about that spiritual foundation. Um, you know, talk, talk to us a little bit more about that spirit, you know, talking to this 21-year-old, you know, someone who's really just about to start life. We got a 21-year-old. Just this afternoon we have a 25-year-old. So, you know, what what do we give to them at this I don't want to say late stage, but you know, they're they're almost there. What what do we continue to give to them and show to them? What what do you think is how can we continue to prepare them? The circle that we showed today, that multi generational thing, um, is important for them to see us genuinely care about each other, especially as young black women, society will have you believe we just can't stand each other. And I'm like, the first time I roll with, I mean, we love each other to pieces. Yeah. And we encourage yeah. each other. So to have them see us actually practicing what we preach. And, you know, I'm not just saying this because I don't have nothing else to say, but just because I feel like right. running my jibber jabbers. I'm saying this to you because it's essential and it's important. And you never know, this person may end up having to help your child in the future. This business that she's starting right now may give your child an internship or a job or whatever in the future. And you're here as it's budding, you know, as the seeds are being planted or whatever. You're here. You're watching all of these things. That way they can say, okay, when when, once they get their hands in what they need to get their hands on, I have to create a space for this, for the next generation. So it's really important that we practice what we preach. So they see us That's pray right. together. They, they see That's us, right. you know, feeding to each other. They see us going through the healing process. And so, oh, my goodness, some of these moments when the most high yes. was just like, you're back. <laughs> it's yeah. been real. And it's hard to watch somebody go, go through certain things where you care about them, but to watch the circle come together for the healing aspect is a beautiful yes. thing. And then they have a choice. Yes. Do I want that type of circle or do I want this foolishness across the street that's not serving me any purpose? It's not helping my children. Or can I go over here? Yeah, they, they had to put some work in. Yeah, they were volunteered some things, but look at what they were able to accomplish collectively. That's right. That's right. So that's right. And I think we have, we, we have to do that. They have to see it. It's not just enough to do the lip service. It's not just enough to have the cute memes. Now, I love the memes. I love the memes. <laughs> but we need more than catchy phrases. We actually need the example of. And then, to take it a step further, I saw that, that budding generation coming in, looking at that the generation we working with, I'm like, whoa, whoa, we not finished with them. And it's like, it, it doesn't matter. I'm still looking at them, you know. And I'm like, oh, snap. 
So, you know, we have to make sure. Yeah, oh, oh, everything. Every word said, every everything, every everything. And so what we have to do is make sure not only we are aware that our that we have eyes on us, they have to be aware. You know, y'all are different. Y'all are special. You know, when we start talking about second generation, third generation, uh, you have to understand that people are looking at you for examples. So it's not a matter of just, hey, you know, you know, uh, y'all can do what you want. You don't have to be accountable or responsible. It's the exact opposite. Yeah, I need you more time. accountable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you got to yeah, be mindful of just what you're doing, but what you're saying. Um, yeah, and it's not to say that you're you're going to be perfect. No one is expected perfection, but we are expecting something. You know, I'm yes. like, listen, baby steps are still movements. You 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 saw what my yes. own yes was on the ground. It was on. Okay. The okay. baby steps was all over the place, getting into everything. So if we uh-huh. as adults can get that to that baby steps are still movement, we can get things done. Also, right. with the uh, infusion of spirituality, we got to get these couples back stronger. Our children Ooh. need to see these power couples. They need to see it, Ooh. not, oh, who? Oh, oh, we rapping all that kind of stuff. Whatever, not not none of that. That that couple that they work this job, they own that store. They do. These kids yes. need to see that. Thing. Yes, because yes. it's going to take the black man to heal me. It's going Absolutely. to take me to heal him. Period. That's right. That's right. That is. So correct, and, and we got to start that. start to see this, they will understand the importance of yes. doing right by the young lady mm-hmm. or the young man that comes into their life because, nah, you know, Uncle Mike didn't do that to Auntie, um, to TT over here. This one didn't do That's that. Right. This one didn't do that. They're going That's to right. see that. You know, that's Absolutely. not being a man by being disrespectful or doing this or doing that, they're going to see that. So it's very important that we understand that they are watching what we do. And they don't need to watch Mm -hmm. every single show that come on the ear that have all these underlining and these subliminal messages to throw out children. You have to Mm -hmm. be mindful and pay attention. You have to be mindful. Correct. You are correct. You know, we're, we're talking about preparing the children. <laughs> preparing, preparing them and repairing ourselves. Yes. Breaking these generational curses. It is, it is necessary. There is a, a sense of urgency because if we don't do it, we're just going to repeat the cycle. And the way things are going in this society, we, we can't afford to repeat the cycle again. No, no, we can't keep losing. We can't keep. We can't keep having to recreate the cycle from scratch, and that's what we're doing. You know, we we are constantly having to start over. And I'm like, how many overs do we have? Not enough. Not enough. So yeah, we we have. This is why we have to be as intentional as as our parents' generation were. They it was in the music, it was in we had community centers, 
We and sometimes community centers were big houses. They were just somebody's house, you know what I'm saying? But they used it like a community center. We were there. We were part of community. This is what we did. And so we have to get back to that understanding of each one teach one. And right now we've got to teach two. And see, the problem is back then we we didn't have as much negativity everywhere. Everywhere we turn now is something negative going on, some fighting. There, There's an argument that black women should not be on the front line of the movement. And I'm like, are you crazy? Black women are the backbone to everything, okay? So what do you mean we shouldn't be in the front lines? And so then there's a, a conversation where we shouldn't have God in a movement. I'm like, are you crazy? Everybody needs some God. I don't care what kind of God you got, you know. When those warriors, when it's a battle, they had those pieces, the piece of this angel, that angel. They had to do prayers and rituals. They had to go and sit with the elders and get permission to do certain okay. things before they went out there. And they had to get that covering okay. and protecting because if that was that elders' um, um, role to say, okay, I'm going to do this in the background, I'm going to do this in the background. There's certain things I'm not going to do in the forefront now at my tender age of 16. However, mm-hmm. I got you in the background. <laughs> oh, you go ahead. You, you got that part? Uh, I got this done, this done, this done, and this done. You be here this time, and I got you. That's right. That's right. that's my role you know, now. I want it to be my role tonight, you know, as mm-hmm. as we mm-hmm. do our thing. You know, apparently that's what I'm supposed to do now. So guess what? I have to take this role seriously because it's needed. Yes, very it much. It is needed. Very so much. So that means I have to have this side conversation with this little sister, then I need to do it. If I have to have this mm-hmm. side conversation with this little brother, I have to do it. If I have to grab this little tiny human by this one does this and that, then I have to do it because that's the position. That's right. Yeah. And see, this is what I'm talking about. Absolutely. Are we doing Watch enough? Yeah, this is why we have to be intentional. This is why we have to say, okay, look, see, I got boys. I don't do the girl thing. I don't, I don't know near about that, you know. And so <laughs> now the idea of God daughters, I'm like, what? What's wrong with you, girl? You know. So um, I, I'm learning, and I'm like, okay, how do I be intentional with you? How do I work with you on purpose? I want you to see me and feel me. I need you to understand why I'm doing this. What is the benefit of this? How? And so it's like we have to be intentional with them. So it's not just a matter of, oh, they'll get it like I got it. No, no, we don't have time for that. To me, that's that, that's hurting ego talking. Well, I had to work hard for it. Okay, I'm sorry that you did. But we here to do punish everybody else. Give me a break. You see, we're trying to do something. Let, let's make something happen. So, you know, we have to begin to to really say, okay, what does this next generation need? You know, I don't think we spend enough time looking at their needs. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes their need might be an investment. So if you're sitting there waiting on a little stimulus money to come through, okay, cool. Make sure you start have your business plan ready. Know what you need to order. I'll keep something in the shopping cart, my little Amazon shopping cart forever. Why? Because I'm going to need that price to go down. 
And just as soon as that seed money drops through A, B, C, and Z, I'm like, boom, 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 boom. Okay. Let me go ahead okay. and do and Amen. then when it comes, then I can rock my business the way I need to rock it. But yeah. in the meantime, you need yeah. to pray on it. Maybe you yeah. need to do some yeah. research. Maybe you need to start it around yeah. this time. Maybe you're on a new cycle. About... I'm going to wait until this happens, and I'm going to wait until that mm-hmm. happens so that it can flow a little bit better. Whatever you need to do, I... that's what I'm talking about, that infusion of spirituality, we need it. We need it. Mm-hmm. I know. Other um, generations were very intentional with things that they did. Yes. Very Ian, intentional. We, we were, um, we had apprenticeships, okay? We studied under mm-hmm. And so it was mm-hmm. like, hey, we weren't just out here by ourselves. We were studying with people. We were learning with people. And so, you know, we had to get back to that, too. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to understand um, what's going on and how this works and to take somebody under your wing. You know, we, we look, they didn't pay people to come to the shop and sweep up hair. You just swept up the hair just so you can come and look, you know what I'm saying, and to see and, and to be, you know, to be around. And, and maybe you might be able to shampoo somebody's hair, you know. We, they had the young guys at the um, car wash working for tips, you know, and it was like, look, I, I, why pay you when I'm teaching you? You know, I'm investing in you. I'm giving you business skills. No, no, you, you better hustle up some money. You know, hustle up that tip. So, you know, we have to begin to see, um, give our young people opportunities and teach them the value of the opportunity. See, they don't see the value of the opportunity. They want money. They want cash. They want green. And I'm like, yeah, but are you getting the skill? Is someone investing their time? Time into you, you know. It's not about the green all the time. Well, I totally agree. Totally agree. And for those of us mm-hmm. that can invest somehow, and the investment is not always financial, you know. So whatever you can do, do it. If mm-hmm. you know, contribute. Mm-hmm. That's right. Know. That's right. But if you the person, okay, well. I've had plenty of sisters with sister. I don't have it. I don't have gas money. I can't do this or do that. Man, please, if you don't get yes. in this car, okay, but can we stop by yeah. the store? Because I'm going to donate A, B, C, and Z, you know, as far as groceries. Thank That's you. That's right. Because guess what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's going to go anyway. So it's appreciated. You know, there are other That's ways right. that you can do things. There are, yeah. I used to braid here yeah. um, when I was young. Uh, every, mm-hmm. Everybody's little girl, y'all became my doll, baby. Ooh, let me practice this. Mm-hmm. Let me practice this. Let mm-hmm. me practice this. You know, if yeah. I got paid, yay. If I didn't, that's fine. I still was going to do a little girl here. Why? Because I just like to braid. I wanted to practice. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I wanted to, and that was a skill set I was able to share with my yeah. girls and young adults. Now, what they I, I will never forget. To them, but you can't say I didn't share it. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I did. Mm-hmm. All the mm-hmm. things that you're doing now is different from way back then, but I gave you the basis. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so there's so different things I, that you I know. Um, I was a, a starving college kid. My college experience was not like the TV experience, okay? And so um, I had a counselor who he was like, "Look, me and my wife would like a date." He said, "Don't you have some dirty clothes?" And I was like. Yeah, 
And he was like, I'm not going to pay you anything. Is that, but, I, but you can eat whatever is in the refrigerator and you can wash your clothes. And I was like, I'll take it. I will take it. I, and I ate and I washed my clothes and it was bartering. And I, you know, yeah. and I learned other skills. People don't, unfortunately, I think sometimes the idea of all these policies and programs that where people unfortunately get accustomed to the handout, like hand out then they are they don't really learn how to think about what they have that they can contribute to this. Um and so we have to get our young people back to thinking everything's not dollars and cents. You know, sometimes it's it's a matter of, you know, getting set up. As you're getting set up, what can you do? How can you make this work? I remember I had a client, she um she's actually an elder and she was going through something. We were working on some projects for her, um, just for her to get stable again. And right. she gave me the card and said that she wanted to to thank me and the others that were working with her. Thanks for giving her a hand up, not a hand right. out. Yes. Yeah. Now some people really do want to learn how to fish. Yes. Yes. She can help. She can self-sustain, mm-hmm. but then she can help someone else. And she ends up becoming a very big advocate for that particular agency because of everything that she went through and how we were able to connect her and help her through that struggle. So Absolutely. when people are start to look at it that way, like, I, you know, I can't do this, but I definitely can do mm-hmm. this. Like, mm-hmm. Thank you. We get so much more done. We get so much more done. <laughs> when we start thinking about what you can do. And I think sometimes our young people, see, back in the day, we had to make a dollar out of 15 cents, okay? Yeah, we really had to struggle, okay? It wasn't a matter of, um, you know, just make more money or work another hour at work. There was no money, okay? So you had to find other ways to do this, you know? You got gas money, I got grocery money. Let's, Let's go, let's make it to the store, and we're not doing enough of that with our young people. We're not creating opportunities. And I think sometimes, uh, yeah, everybody has their opinion. I, I think sometimes that we get kind of in our own head and we think about what we had to do and we don't put enough. We say they should come to us. And I would like them to come to us, but they're not coming. You know, to me it's more important that we get the information out there than who who started the initiative, you know what I'm saying? Who 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 crossed the line first? I don't care. I'll cross the line first if you need me to. If it's going to mean that we can have um, a real dialogue, if it's going to mean that we can have real, effective, meaningful relations and everything else like that, I'll cross the line. I don't have a problem with that. But we have to get to the point where we are at least speaking the same language. Um with these young people, we got some users too. We got people that, like I said, the L word, they lazy, and so we have to. Be, uh, it, <laughs> they are the L word. We have to move past the lazy. We have to move past the, um, you know, not giving them enough tools. You know, this is uh, this formation is about self determination. We have to make sure that they want it, you know, and, I'm, and, and I know why self-determination is so important, because without self-determination, 
they won't want enough for themselves. They'll be happy with you giving them a fish rather than learning to fish. You know what I'm saying? So we got to move past that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We absolutely have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, one thing that you said that I would like. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm listening. Go ahead. One thing I would like you to go over, to speak about a little bit more, because you said college isn't for everybody. It is our job to make sure this next generation is ready, equipped with the new new tools, new social media, new new technology, also new villains, new new issues, new challenges. Mm-hmm. You know, they're dealing with some things. For those people where where college isn't an answer, you know, or isn't their answer, um, what are you suggesting? How do we help them if getting them into college? See, to me, I was like, getting them into college, college does the rest. But really, that's not the answer all the time. Um, I don't know if it's the answer any of the time because we're seeing more and more college grads without college grad jobs, you know. So how do we begin to equip them for this new struggle um, what tools do you think that they need? I think as uh, the older generation, it's important for us to pay attention to their likes. So if you want to sit here mm-hmm. and play a video game, um, I need you to figure out how to design one and how you can get an internship playing some so that way you can have your own business. So if it's not your goal to have your own business and create a game, that's educational. If that's not your goal, you don't get 22 hours on the game. Okay. You don't. Okay. You yeah. do everything else you yeah. need to do, and then you get an hour or two. You're not getting right. 22. Right. You know, and, like, for instance, I'll use my own again. One of, <laughs> one of my boys, he is the Florida water king. It don't matter where mm-hmm. he goes. When he comes back, you know, Umi has some Florida water, and, you know, he can spray that on him, and he will feel better, and he will calm down. He doesn't know all the healing properties or the spiritual mm-hmm. aspects of it. All he knows is it smells good. It makes him feel better. He will sit there. I mm-hmm. know for a fact, teach him that formula. He's going to learn right. that. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Know, and develop it, yes. And, and, and develop <laughs> okay. it, yes. And create right. it, yes. And because and yes. we as black people, we need to have more than just barbershop, uh, barbecue pits. In car washes, you know what I'm saying, and I am, oh my God, I am not sneezing I'm on that. I'm not sneezing on it. I know the work it takes to do this. At the same Let's time, have multiple streams of income. Let's have multiple streams. You can do that. Multiple streams. Multiple and not streams of income. But one thing is moving slow. You got something else popping on. That's right. You have to That's shift. right. That's right. We have to. 100%. I love, I love to bake bake cakes and stuff, but with this new situation, you're like, okay, get the oven that I want. Why? Well, uh-huh, I, uh-huh. I want to get back into that. And I know on the right. spiritual aspect, my ancestors are like, uh, yeah, you're going to have to make this, this, or that. And I'm like, okay. I'm paying attention. <laughs> so I know what I need. Right. So I know, I'm like, okay. Let me do it like this and like this. So when the funds open up for A, B, and C, 
I already know what I need right. to do. It's just about going right. through. Also understand, because spirituality is important to me, I understand right. the importance of investing in my spiritual circle. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I said it. I yeah, said it. No, I said it out loud. I said it again. Yeah. I don't care who told us that one. And, you know, mm-hmm. and we talk about it, whether you call it ties or orphans, whatever you call it, I know yes. that the circle that I work with, I can go to that circle, I can be fed, I can get some healing, I can get my, as we you call it, the booty pop or slim, you know, the headlock, whatever. I do all that good stuff with love from that circle, and I know that same circle will care for my daughters and care for my father-in-law and all my bonus babies. And my, I know that circle will care for everyone that I love. So I'm going right. to invest back in that circle. Because this right. month, it may be me that needs this extra TLC, but next month, it might be that sister over here, and I love her just as much. Amen. Amen. And see, again, as, as Chairman was saying, communalism, uh, or, or you could just call it community, or you could just call it the way it works, okay? We, we got to get to the mm-hmm. point where we are working and everyone's strengths are being accounted for. Because if my strength is is counseling, why in the world am I doing the books? You know what I'm saying? That if, if someone else's strengths are, you know, networking, why do we have them um, um, stuck behind a computer if that's not what they're doing? You know, and so when we deal in a community sense with each other, and we can do this globally, we can do it nationally, but it still has to have a community understanding. Let's work on our strengths. So if your child is doing something strange, just just uh, please come talk to me. I'm a counselor. You know, let's work with each, uh, with each other. We've got to create this community. The community is supposed to benefit us not just financially, also with our children, with education. You know, we have to be able, be more open about saying, hey, this is what I need. You know what I'm saying? This is what we got going on. And then we can begin to say, okay, that's what you need, but what do you got to offer? Okay, I got exactly. this to offer, I got that to offer. Fantastic. You know, let, let's let's make this thing work. You know, and I may never get what you're offering, but my child might. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. And the other children might. And so that makes it worth the while. Uh, my dear sister, we have somebody that would like to join the conversation, okay? So hold on there for okay. me, all right? Wonderful. Okay. Greetings. Welcome to the program. Greetings. I don't hear anything. I'm on mute. Hello, can you hear me? I got Hello? you. Greetings. Yeah. How are you? I'm great. I love what y'all talking about. I really believe that uh, uh, we were missing mentors. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's what we Big need. Time. We got out of the habit of um, having people to show us the right way to go. How can you have something if you don't know where to go? That's like a, that's like a GPS. You need a destination. And a lot of times we, we're just fighting against each other. You feel me? We don't Absolutely. we don't honor each other like we should as, as people. Absolutely, you are one hundred percent correct. Tell me your name. Oh, my name is uh, Pastor Nondre, the CEO. Pastor Nondre, is that correct? Yeah. All right. Look, 
I love it because we have our, our spiritual edge. She's been hollering spiritual all night. And so we have a passion line. Look, 100%. You know, the question is, if you could give the next generation something, let's say two somethings, what would you give them? We see some of their challenges. You know, Call but what would you give them? If you are traveling with Southwest Airlines, you are in the security point C. I will, I will pass on wisdom. Information and knowledge is one thing, but wisdom shows you how to fight. And money is yeah. good, but if you don't know how to spend the money, it's just going to disappear. It's currency. Yeah. So the more you spend, the more it's supposed to come back to you. That's why I believe in people sowing seeds, not just only in the church, but in each other. Time is the most precious mm-hmm. commodity right. in the world. It can't be bought and sold or replaced. And whatever you put your time in, I've been a pastor for 17 years. I've been a business for three. So I'm a master of my craft. I work really, really hard to make sure that I talk to a lot of people. Come on these radio shows, mm-hmm. getting over forty thousand mm-hmm. radio shows. Cause um, mm-hmm. right now we we lacking resources. You know, it's not, it's not only the mm-hmm. finances, the education. You know, they, they took yeah. the prayer out of schools, and they took the prayer out of schools. The kids started getting more irate, and now it's cool to be going around on these hard, explicit drugs, depending on and all that. The little kids are getting mm-hmm. high more than they ever had. You know what I mean? Back in the day, they had heroin. That was pretty far. Mm-hmm. Now they got ice. They got all this. Weird kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it, 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 the world is just crazy, and I, that, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Look, mm-hmm. I, I love the energy because we don't give them enough wisdom. They and, and see, these are the YouTube people. They you oh, they will Google something in two seconds. Okay, Google this, Google that. You have to be able to give them wisdom. Not just Google, okay? And then a, a lot of times that Google, that's someone else's narrative. You know, they we don't know what angle they're trying to promote, what agenda they're trying to promote. You know, we don't know how they're trying to get that information across. So we can't just allow our children to rely even on Google and YouTube. All of that is agenda focused. And we exactly. gotta, the kids got to start having babies early because at the end of the day, it, it takes their life. They don't get to grow up. You got a baby before you turn 18, it just shifts everything. And it, it's some, some yeah. women can um, make it through, but then some brothers, they, they don't they don't never get it together. You know what I mean? And some brothers yeah. are just jacked up. And at the same time, um, the world is different now. As men, we don't call each other. We love each other. We all trying to be on our little own little house. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I really like, I really yeah. like the topic of the discussion. Awesome. Thank you. So we do this every Sunday. If it's not uh, the Big Mama speaking, it's Chief War and the Panther 48, or it's the chairman giving it to you straight with political education. We do this every Sunday at 8. So feel free to check us back out, okay? I'm glad you called in so much. I'm, thank you. Thank you. I want to listen to the rest yeah. of the show. I really like what y'all talking about. Please do. Please do. Please <laughs> do. Look, how about um, that? Mentor. Yeah. Yes, and it also requires, you know, that one little skill that a lot of people refuse to activate. It's called listening. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yes, it does. You have some young people that don't listen because they think they know it all until they run into the brick wall, okay? Right. And then you have some elders that don't want to listen to that child crying out the only way they know how. Exactly. 
Exactly. Exactly. I have seen that. And I and I and you know me, I I, I always want to translate. I'm like, hold on, let me translate for you. What they said was, you know, I you you just got you'll see the men folk puff up. I'm like, hold up, before you do that, hear what he's saying. He's saying this, this and this, you know, slowing it down. So, you know, absolutely that mentoring is everything because that gives us that direct line into um, that apprenticeship. You know, how are we going to learn how to do the next thing? And so that's what we need so, so much. And But, you know, also mentoring mm-hmm. mentoring means that you're going to stand up and be counted. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's a lot that, you know, it, he said one word, but it, it really kind of meant a lot in a lot of different levels. You know, we have, um, unfortunately, some people that, that they don't do that for their own kids. So I don't know how we're going to convince them to do it for another, you know what I'm saying? Or vice versa, people that will do it for other people's kids leave theirs kind of hanging out, you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, I I believe we start internally first and then we work within our family, our own family unit, and then we work in the community. This is, you know, so we – there's so many gaps in that that it makes it difficult to to move forward – in a confident kind of way, you know what I'm saying? So, and I can tell you this, we can't sit back and get comfortable saying, oh, well, well mine's okay. That don't matter, you know, because, you know, I, I look and I like to puff my little chest up. And, oh, the boy, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. But guess what? That boy's going to marry a girl, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, oh, snap, was she brought up in a good way? You know, marriage is one of the biggest investments that we'll make in our community, in our homes. So before you get married to this woman who's going to attach herself to half your everything, how was she brought up? What investments have been made in her? Is she familiar with community? Does she know how to bring something to the table and to, you know, to barter? Or does she understand the value of this, this, and this? And so it's like we can't even just get comfortable with ourselves. We have to say, okay, we have to really be this community structure, period. And we can't be this community structure by spoiling children. A spoiled child, when something is spoiled, that means they've moved past their usefulness, okay? So we're not talking about horse manure, because horse manure is, is a product. You know, people use mm-hmm. that for fertilizer, for this or that. But when you get down to the, the shit, you know, when you get down to the part that doesn't have a value, uh-huh. what is that? You know what I'm saying? So we have to really begin to think about what spoiled is. Spoiled doesn't have a value. Spoiled doesn't can't be used anymore for anything else. So our, if we're spoiling our children, what is that going to say about this next generation coming up? Exactly. Exactly. I wanted to share something with you um, because I thought it was just like one of the most innovative things that I saw many moons ago. It was a a little flyer, and um, a teenager had started this little business. And what she would do is she would go and clean up um, after the parties so that people could get their refund, um, their deposit back. Mm-hmm, and that, and mm-hmm. she would make part of that money off the deposit. 
And I saw, I was like, look at her hustle muscle. I was like so proud yeah. when I saw it. I mean, this was a young person who I yeah. can't work this type of job right now because of my right. age. But apparently she had some stuff she needed to do. And she figured out a way to make a business. Mm-hmm. And it did very well in that area. So mm-hmm. we have to mm-hmm. figure out something. We have to acknowledge that we can all do something. That's we right. We have to figure it out. And figure out, find what you like and figure out a way to make the money at it. Yeah. You know, I met a, you, uh, you like to be talking to elders, then guess what? Maybe you can go and, and do some elder sitting. They don't right. necessarily want to get off from you, but maybe they just want you to come and read the Bible to the, you know, or that's all they, they want. want you to come and get something that's, so simple. Yes. Yes. You I know, met a, a young, a young, uh, Young entrepreneur, female, black, about twelve, and she had a nice lemonade stand. I saw it from the road. I mean, it was built up, and it, I mean, I was like, "Whoa!" And so I, I, I pulled over because female, young, and entrepreneur—that's all me right there. So I went. I was like, uh, "Hey, young lady, you know how you doing? Uh, who are you? What are you doing?" And she told us the story. Her mother was right there. Her cousin was there. Her father was there. This is a Saturday afternoon. Her whole family has stopped what they were doing to support her in this lemonade stand. And, you know, she tells the story how she started making lemonade and would sell a cup or two. And, you know, she just had a chair and a little table. And she was so dedicated in it that her father built this stand for her. And um, and then, you know, she kept going. And she wanted to reach more people. And she started going to the football games. And she started... And so the mo- the cousin was like, well, I want to know about numbers. So the cousin does the books while she's doing the lemonade, and the mother is supervising. And I'm sitting here like, I said, I just want to shake your hand. And I had a, I had a string of boys with me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, y'all line up and shake her hand. And they're like, oh, my God. But they did. And I was like, you know, I really just want to encourage you. And I bought the lemonade. I swear it tasted just like Country Time Lemonade. It nothing special about this drink. I was like, sister, that's okay because she she had everything that was needed to get me to buy four cups of this lemonade. Okay, and um, I was like, and I, and I, you know, it gave me an opportunity to to lecture the boys I was with, and, and to let them know, look, there's not a starting age for innovation. Okay, there you don't have to be a certain height to ride this ride. All I need you now to do is think. I need you to start to create. You know, I got one, I, the, the 15-year-old is writing a book, and I'm like, you have three generations. You, this, you are the fourth generation of, of authors in your family. Of course you're writing a book. Go ahead, get to it. You know, come up with your plot. Come do this. And and so, you know, as we're going forward and, and learning and encouraging and preparing them, they have, he's seen me at book shows before. You know, we've done the, the tours and how to set up tables. and they, they do the selling and the promoting. So they're getting it directly but also indirectly by just watching. All you have to do That's is right. set up the example. They will do the rest. They'll do the rest. That's right. Mm-hmm. That is right. You know, when you try to go on these jobs and you're not getting what you want, 
where you can't be hired because of your your record and all this other kind of stuff. You still got to figure out a way to eat. That's right. You got to figure out a way to eat. I'm like, uh, was a story, uh, one of these stories I saw recently with with a young man, and they, they wouldn't hire him. He just got out. And even though it's supposed to be about, you know, rehabilitation, we know better. Yeah. The recidivism rate ridiculous. But anyway, exactly. uh, he went and got him a hot dog stand. It made more money doing that than the job was going to pay him. He exactly. made more in a day than they were going to pay him in the week. Yep. 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 <laughs> you yep. know, yep. Yep. on your plan. Yep. You know, he did. Yep. So let's just yep. figure it out. And, and I want to remind people, look, I tell people, some sometimes these paychecks are disrespectful, okay? By the time <laughs> they pay you, take out taxes. <laughs> Take out this, take out that. By the time you take out the gas money it took to get you there, riding the bus, whatever, and then, Lord, don't have to drop the baby off, okay? Um, Sometimes the pennies you get afterwards is disrespectful. I'm glad. Get your own, okay? Stop waiting for someone to get something. They're only going to pay you enough to hold you, period. They're not going to pay you what you're worth. They're only going to pay you what they have to, not your worth. So if you feel disrespected when you go into these jobs, take it personal. Start to create mm-hmm. your own. I'm telling mine, look, before before you get some real bills, okay, before you get real bills, get you a job, get you a hobby, get you, you know, you know Solomon and his photography is really, really taking off, um, you know, I'm like, don't be afraid to try to do something that no one else has done or that maybe men don't do or you think maybe young people don't do this or or old people don't do it, whatever. We have to start, we have to stop living in fear, okay? Don't, Don't make Chief War come out and call you, a domesticated being, okay? Please don't make him do it. It's disrespectful, <laughs> and he does it every time. Don't make him do it. But, you know, we have to start moving past the dysfunction of um, the African-American experience. And one of the ways we do that is by intentionally working with these young people. We have to intentionally work with this next generation because they are the ones, they're either going to work with us or they're going to work against us. Not intentionally. But that's what they're going to do. So we have to begin to put some other things in place to give them more to work with. You get it? My dear Sister Makita, let me ask you, what two things, if you could leave them with two things, what two things would you like to leave them with? Find something that you like and figure out a way to make money at it. Amen. Find something that your circle needs and figure out a way to make money at it. Maybe someone is yeah. working a, a third shift job and they have children and, and they they are sleeping at night. Maybe that maybe that's what you need is for them yeah. to provide childcare for that yep. person. You know, and we have to figure it out. Figure yeah. it out. Have these tough conversations. Agree to disagree. But move forward. Okay. Yes, 
Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. If I and could, as, go ahead. And as the older generation, if the young, if the young people, especially single parents, you know, mom or dad, if you need to, if they need a minute to take a knee or whatever, and they just, or maybe all they need from you is a hug. They don't need any judgment in that moment. They may need that hug. They may need to just get it out. Help them get that five minutes. And then help them yeah. get back up and keep it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Um, if I could leave them with some words of wisdom, like we're supposed to be leaving them with wisdom, um, I would tell them don't be afraid to start small. Some of the most successful businesses started mm-hmm. off in somebody's living room or, you know, somebody's garage or whatever. You know, um, so first I would say don't be afraid to start small. And then the second thing I would say is get a little help. I don't care where the help comes from, whether you grab an elder who knows something, whether you and your peers get together, because trust me, uh, two heads is better than one. Um, You know, no matter what you're doing, get some help in it, you know. Don't try to take on the world by yourself alone, lone, the lone ranger. You know, that that's not real. That's not effective. That's not positive. You know, many hands make light work. So I, I would say the two things, don't be afraid to start small and don't be um don't be afraid to ask for a little help. And I did say afraid. Afraid a lot of people are afraid to try. They got good skills all these kitchen kitchens and everything else, they got great skills, but they're afraid. So stop being afraid. Stop being afraid. That fear of success you know? is real. Fear of success is that real. Fear of success you know? is real. You know, people don't want to put their name out. They don't want to put their ideas out. But I'm like, how is it ever going to fly if you don't push this thing out? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all you really have to do is just acknowledge that, you know what, I might I might mess up, I might not do it right, but I'm still going to do it. Do something. That's right. Baby steps. It's still movement. That's right. Yes, it is. And Lord knows I have made some mistakes. <laughs> I have made mistakes <laughs> on a couple of different levels, okay? It's all yes, good. Lord. You know, um, they helped me remember I was alive, and I had just as much uh, – <laughs> fun trying to get out of the mistakes as I did getting into them, you know, and even mm-hmm. now, you know, with the years of experience that I have um, counseling uh, with my spiritual business, whatever, all, all the years of experience that I have, I still make mistakes. And so don't mm-hmm. think that there's ever a time or place where we don't make mistakes. We always make mistakes. We just keep it moving, you know, and sometimes yeah, our young people you. need to see that. I show them, hey, I was aiming for, you know, you may be clapping like, oh, wow, you did so great. I wasn't aiming for this, okay? I was aiming for the other slots, but, hey, this is what I got, so this is what I got. So, uh, yeah, yeah, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to make the mistake because we're all still making the mistakes. Mm-hmm. And turn it into a teachable moment. And as um, the older generation, that's part of what we should do, take a situation and turn it into a teachable moment. 
So like when I that's when right. I'm done with this, I have a teaching moment to him. That's, that's right. today was today. Today was that day, and yesterday if you would have asked me about today, I would have been like, a sister tired. I don't even think I'm gonna do it. But okay. I got things done that needed to be yep. done. And it started with my spirituality. I had to go into prayer. I had to go into meditation because I had to see what God wanted me to do. That right. was, that it wasn't what I wanted to do. It was like, wait a minute. I thought I was going to be over here handling this. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's what, yeah. But you have enough knowledge in this area. I need you over here to handle it. And the moment I did that, all kind of other stuff started opening up. Awesome. So awesome. that's why I kept talking about the infusion of the spirituality. Pay attention. The signs are around you. Pay attention. You know, that person that's the little dancing machine, they may be the choreographer. Okay, but this person over here may do ABC and Z. So, okay, let's get this little community dance group together. We had dance troops. That's <laughs> right. Know, we did stuff. We performed at events Y'all and stuff like it, that. But and I did it. Need to Y'all get you would not believe it, but I did it. I did it because that's what all the little girls did, period. And all the little boys learned drumming. And all. I mean, this was just community. We had certain roles that we played, and we had people that played them with us. I knew I didn't get all my learning from my mother. You know what I'm saying? She took me over to this one. You know, this person did hair, so all of us went over there. Um, This one did this. I mean, we were – kind of shuffled through the community pulling on our elder strength. What we have to do now is allow that to still happen. Allow the children, and the children, I'm talking ugh, 25 to 35, allow them to see your strength. Allow them to come and use you and to see what you have to offer. So we have to become more open with that, Okay. Unbelievable. And it's, the show has it's a, we're coming to the ending of the show. I thank you oh so wow. much, Monica, <laughs> for all time work. I, I appreciate everything you yeah, did and all that you've done and all you continue to do. You know, it was a wonderful, wonderful women's circle that this weekend and you know, continue on your work and continue to allow the young people to see you doing that work because we had three generations that were watching. So we're going to continue this because this is what we do. We're black nationalists. This is how we get our work done. So thank you so much for coming in. (laughs) That's right. I'll pause. Thank you for all that you do. Black power. Black power.